Hi, and welcome to another presentation in a series that I'm trying to establish here to help speakers, whether they were presenting presentation skills or they are members of any beginning Toastmasters club uh, uh, in the region who are trying to find better ways to improve their presentation skills. If we want to ask ourselves, what are the basic steps that you need to apply today to make your next presentation more powerful and more impactful? Of course, there are many schools of thoughts on how to prepare your next impactful presentation, but these smart steps were basically taken from uh, a method used by many Toastmasters in Toastmasters International to articulate and create their next powerful presentation. And there's a reason why I've chosen the word SMART uh, and because the acronym SMART is also used in creating goals and the art of getting effective goals. And combining the two together, we try to understand the most effective steps that will make your next presentation more impactful and more forceful. So if we put them together, we'll see we have five steps each letter will denote a certain step you need to do to make your next presentation more powerful and more impactful. Starting with S. S stands for selecting the, the subject. There is no more emphasis on the importance of choosing the right subject that can keep your audience motivated, interested, and engaged. And there are actually a few uh, checkpoint uh, list that you need to apply to make sure that you're selecting the right subject. The first and most important one, the topic has to be easy. And I'm not saying easy that uh, children can understand it. I'm saying that it has to be as easy as your audience can understand and handle with ease and without mental process. Unless, of course, you're presenting on a technical panel or for a group of scientists. Uh, for a common base audience, your topic has to be as easy as anyone or what we call the layman can understand. Not only that, your subject has to be also empowering. There are Little, there is little or no incentive for people to listen to you if your topic was pessimistic, uh, downward, uh, uh, crushing for the soul. It has to be empowering. It has to be forward thinking. Why do we say that? Because in the communication process, communicators are change makers. If they're not change making something, challenging a process, proposing a plan, then they're not empowering, they're not exercising one of their most important aspects of the communication process. Not only that, the topic has to be applicable. Yes, I, I like topics that are out there. that are uh, fictional, that they uh, touch the mind and soul, the topics of Alice in Wonderland or, or uh, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. They're all nice. They're all escape from reality. But to make people listen to you and believe uh, with conviction in your message, the topic you're choosing has to be applicable to where they are and what they do. And 
powerful communicators know how to tailor make their topics to suit the audience that they are addressing. So you might find a, a motivational speaker who talks on time management. The speaker, he or she can speak to a group of medical professionals, uh, army soldiers, or teachers, or anyone by, by tailor making the message to suit to the target audience. And if you finish from making the topic applicable, the application process has to be simple. It shouldn't be complicated. We shouldn't be calling for the change in global peace or, or like unimaginable goals. It has to be simple. The steps has to be uh, the steps have to be very simple and easy to follow. But most important of all the four steps, the subject has to be yours. Each and every one of us has a unique take on life. Even if you're, ba you're basing your topic on the work of a famous author or a, a scientist or a, a, a well-known thinker, then you, it, you need to take that core message and make it, make it yours. It has to be there. There's a golden rule when it comes to selecting the subject. You need to put that subject on one business card. It has to be the phrase or the subject has to be labeled or uh, written on the piece on back uh, the back piece back side of a business card once you get that subject selected and chosen and uh, tailor made to your audience then you need to manage your material now these days we depend a lot on the simplicity and smoothness of a a presentation software whether it was Prezi or PowerPoint or Keynote, these softwares are made there to help you as presenter and not to replace you as presenter. So you really need to understand the dynamics between what to say and how to say it. Why did I chose these two to be the most important variable in this quadrant? It's because 38% of the, the power of our communication is directly related to the voice. So if the voice was powerful, audible, convincing, uh, and uh, really uh, powerful, then you are using a powerful vehicle to convey your message. So in this inter intersection between volume and content, we come into four quadrants. The first one is the quadrant where your voice is ineffective and what you have to say is not relevant to your topic. Then you get your classic, boring, monotonous, habitual, informative, one-way communication, boring speech. At the same time, if you have speakers who really have the power of their voice and they can really carry a message, but they don't have something to say, then they are simply talking for the sake of talking. They're often uh, ad they're advocating uh, any topic, no matter how important or irrelevant the topic is. Uh, in the real world, most of these talkers are politicians who know how to spin a message, even if the topic were not, or are not, is not very important or relevant to the audience. A little drama is important to your presentation, but too much drama can really impact your sincerity and conviction. 
If you move on to the third quadrant, and that's you have very powerful message, but the topic is conveyed in a very monotonous, weak, uh, and unconvincing voice. It can be attractive to a certain type of audience, especially technically abled audience, engineer, scientist, and uh, people in technology, because they are attractive to the meat and the content. That's why most of the presenters in this aspect may not be the best presenters in the overall communication realm. But their message is conveyed and understood by their fellow peers. However, you have a few exceptions here, like Elon Musk, like Steve Jobs. Those people knew, knew how to convey attractive material in a very interesting way. That's why they moved to the fourth and most effective quadrant, interesting uh, subject delivered in a very powerful way. And that's the key to managing your material. So it's one thing to have the subjects chosen, the examples given, the slides created, and a totally different beast to present that material in the most effective, most powerful method. Then we move on to A. A stands for adding the story. I cannot emphasize on how important adding the story is. The 1990 world champion of public speaking from Toastmasters International, David Brooks, says the most powerful tool in your arsenal is a personal story. We cannot reach the desired level of impact, the desired level of uh, effect on your audience without putting yourself in the speech through a powerful personal story. Even if the topic was serious and technical, adding an example through a personal story can really make the difference. And if you want to create a story, don't forget about the five devils. Any powerful story, whether it was personal or quoted or fictional or non-fictional, should have five fundamental parts. They are also known as the five Ws. It has to be, it has to give you when and where, so the time period and the location of the story. These two Ws are very important to create the background, the context of the story. So whenever we say that the story happened some indefinitive uh, period of time or indefinitive period of, uh, of era of location of earth, it will not help you imagine the context of that story. Then the third W is who, and who stands for the characters in the story. The most important character in your story is yourself because you're the champion of your story. And at the same time, do not add a lot of characters to your story because people will not be following easily with if there were too many characters in the story. The classical battle between evil and good is the manifestation of how good and how bad your characters are. Once you finish from the characters of your story, you need to think about the plot of the story, how to move from point A to point B. There is a lot of background work created in the realm of plot and plot devices, and maybe we'll include this in a different presentation. But the plot, the twist, the moving from point A to point B can, be, can make or break your story. A lot of boring stories, are made because the plot is not interesting enough. Last but not least, 
is the message behind your story, the moral behind your story, why you're telling that story. So many storytellers are very good in telling the story, but without giving us the message behind the story. So never forget the message, the moral behind your story. If you can insert a powerful personal story in your message, then it can guarantee a powerful anchor in your speech. And that's the power of adding a story. Then moving on to the fourth step, which is R and R stands for retaining the attention of your audience. If you look at this little chart over here, a graph here, this is a graph, a, an empirical graph a study on how uh, a speaker gets excited throughout the various stages of his uh, presentation. You can see here, there are a couple of peaks uh, in the heart rate of any typical presenter. This takes place at the first 20% uh, of the speech and towards the last 80% of the speech. The reason for that is because as speakers, we always fear that we don't make the right first impression and the right last impression. Well, guess what? The same mechanism takes place to your audience because members of your audience are like mirrors reflecting your energy and your level of nervousness of, or calmness. So you really need to know how to raise and take your audience into a climax of your speech, then release that tension to deliver the message. Storytellers know how, how important uh, reaching a climax is important. And you, you don't need to burn most of the excitement in your speech in the first 30 seconds or a minute of your presentation. You need to always keep something at the, at the end. And like we say in the world of Toastmasters, end with a bang and keep them always wanting for more. Keeping them on a cliffhanger is very important for you to retain their attention and not let them wander off with their thoughts or with their mobile phones. Keeping something at the back before sharing the lesson is very important to retain the attention of your audience members. Last but not least, you need to tell the truth or tell the task, what we call WIFM. What is the WFM of your speech? What is in it for me as a member of the audience? Why am I here listening to you as member of your audience? This may be as important as selecting the subject. It is, in fact, the first question you have to ask yourself. What am I trying to give my members of the audience? What am I trying to make them think, feel, or do three days after they finish from my presentation? That rule is taken from the 1999 world champion of public speaking, Darren LaCroix, who says, you need to make sure that your audience know what think, feel, or do three days after you finish from your presentation. These were the smart steps, very easy to follow steps. You can use them at, as a beginner speech or as an advanced speech, it's all up to you. All you need to do is to really organize and plan your ideas and hopefully you will reach the best and the most important level of your presentation skills. I hope that you all benefit from this and find it quite uh, useful for your next assignment in presentation skills.